Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Drunk Eve History uh, week after week. Well, it's only our third week, but thanks for tuning in. I hope you continue to tune in. These are a lot of fun to make, uh, but I wanted to put the call out. If you have a story pertaining to a particular event in Eve history that you want to tell, reach out to me at Manic Velocity on Twitter. Uh, my DMs are open. Um, and keep in mind that this isn't like, it doesn't even need to be a story that you were personally involved in. It just needs to be a, a part of Eve history that you want to tell in your own uh, drunken words. So again, at Manic Velocity on Twitter, thank you so much for listening. And uh, right now, let's get into our conversation with Hendo, also known as Ender Draconian, to talk about the folding of Epcon. I forgot. To... <laughs> okay, I need to push the push to talk button before I speak. Uh, welcome everybody <laughs> to uh, to this third episode of Drunk Eve History. I'm your host Manic Velocity, and I'm joined by Hendo, sir. How are you doing? Cheers. How are cheers, you doing? Cheers I'm to doing you, great. man. So, um. Hendo, you, welcome, welcome to the show. What's uh, pleasure to have me. What's what's going on with you, buddy? Ah, uh, nothing. Just in real life bullshit already taken care of. You know, taken same old, same old. We all got we we all got our own version of the virus cataclysm going on <laughs> it just, right now. It just hit you kind of differently. Yeah, yeah, I did. It hit me with a little bit of a house fire. If anybody tuning in is wondering, everybody's fine. Just can't stay in my house. <laughs> But everybody's safe. Insurance has taken care of you. You're good. Yep, everybody's safe. Everybody's in the apartment. Nobody needs to set up a GoFundMe or any crazy crap. I'm good. I, I can I can see on your camera that you have at least two walls. Yes. So I'm I'm assuming there's there's two other walls and a, and a roof. Holy shit! Am I this gone already? <laughs> yes. Everybody who's watching. Um. He told me to start drinking half an hour before the show, and I took it seriously. So we're we're a little bit more done than usual. So this this is going to be a good episode. I can I can feel it. I can feel it. Oh yeah. All right, man. Well, tell us what tell tell us the story. Well, what are you going to tell us first? What's the, what's the basis of your story? My basis of the story for those of you who may have known me before, House Hendo was an occasionally whispered name on certain networks and podcasts. I was Lil Ender Draconian, an F1 monkey, an F-Con for about two years leading up for World War B. My story today is the folding of F-Con and how they completely bitched out. And I don't give a crap if they hate me and put 20,000 million bounties on me tonight. I'm drunk. I don't care. Come at me, bro. But yes, I am talking about F-Con and the complete clusterfuck that was the Eastern Fringe of Imperium territory during World War B and how it completely folded. It wasn't any tactical genius. I'll tell you that much. 
Okay, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm oh excited yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm salty, everybody. I'm very salty. Yeah, well, I I can tell. Okay, this is gonna be great. Well, with that, oh well. So before you start, I'm gonna try to do this a little bit professionally. This is something I want to start saying at the at the start of every show. The purpose of Drunk Eve history is not to like set the record straight on anything that's being said. This isn't. Oh no, I'm about... scratching the record. I'm scratching the <laughs> yeah. hell out that record. This it's not about who's right and who's wrong. This is just Eve players telling Eve stories in their own drunken words. So with that, Hendo, my man. Take it away with the folding of FCON. Just before that, salute. Salute. Skull. All right. There's a little By bit the way, hold on. Whoa, before you get started. Oh, I just okay. I just reminded myself with that whole skull. Uh did you know that so we've I've been doing this podcast for uh three weeks now. We got three out. This is our third week. Um, nobody, and I've been looking at the analytics and nobody in Iceland listens or watches this podcast. Oh, so you mean I may not get banned? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Okay. Sorry. With that, Hendo, take it away with the folding of FCON. All right. Before we go into the folding of FCON, there's something a little that I want to address first. That would be asset safety. As everybody knows, major updates were made. A lot of salt has been published in certain internet sites. And I want to explain something about asset safety for any new bros coming in, because I understand we've gotten a few over the recent years, like we always do. All right, one, asset safety should never be a part of EVE. It was a, le it was a legit bait and switch to the entire player base. Everybody who's been playing EVE at least five years at this point knows that knows what the promise of player-owned stations was, had nothing to do with asset safety, had everything to do that you will lose everything if you don't properly defend it. That was the whole appeal. That sovereignty would be 100% all the way down to basic infrastructure of a system. Everything player-built and can be player-destroyed. That was the promise. Have total war in EVE, mass destruction, WMDs, people have to sign Geneva Conventions, all kinds of crazy crap, all right? That's what the promise of player-owned stations was to everybody in EVE five years ago. That's what everybody had the mindset of. Citadels came out, asset safety came in. Now, I understand some people are mad about the recent change. Congratulations, you just confirmed to everybody you are a Care Bear. Regardless if you fly in wormholes, nullsec, or lowsec, you just told everybody in the, in the game you are a Care Bear at heart. You think... Your assets being safe makes the game better. No, it makes us more like WoW. It doesn't make us more like Eve. We don't do that. I will never support that. So if you want to get raged and get mad at me because I want all your stuff to burn, that's perfectly cool. I'm all right with that. But Care Bear Rage is unhealthy. I will not name the site we talked about in pre-show. I will not name the site because I don't want to bring any bad heat upon to Manic. I'll mention it in my own circles. But asset safety was never promised. It was a freaking bait and switch. I was there at 2016 Eve Vegas with the announcement of Citadels. I can tell you verbatim, almost every major alliance head's freaking thought process when those announcements were made. 
because I drank with all of them and got stupid that night. <laughs> Even Mittens didn't see asset safety coming, and he usually ends up having some kind of spy somewhere that could tell him that crap. <laughs> now, asset safety, the issue is with it is it destroys the motivation for war in Eve. Tell me, in all honesty, that you would get a couple thousand players together just to go burn stuff that will just be in somebody's hangar in high sec. Who wants to do that? I just I just want to be clear for our audience. This is all leading into the folding of FCON, right? Yes, yes. As <laughs> okay. Key. okay, sorry, sorry. I, I thought I said preamble. This is a prologue. I, I, I know the I know the answer to that question, but I want to yeah, make sure yeah. everybody out there does. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. And since may seem like a kind of tangent on recent events, it's really not. It's very important to what happened to my plans post-World War B in the folding of FCON. Now, I can't speak to the founding of FCON. I can speak to their recruitment. FCON always portrayed themselves as the sword of the Imperium, back called the Clusterfuck Coalition, the CFC. When it's the I best was a name of, ever, god damn, that's yes, such a it good was. name. It, was, it attracted the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, that's a great name. You know, they had to change it because of, you know, Mittens was going reasons. through it. Mittens was going through his Machiavelli phase, and he was like, yo, let me just be an Imperium. Okay, I'll say that. I don't care. He can get mad at me. He can do whatever he wants. I don't care. But that's really what happened. He's going, you know, everybody knows Mintz. He went through his libertarian phase in Eve, then he went through his Machiavellian phase. Now he's Vladimir Yosef Mitani in that stage doing that shit, all right? That's cool for him, all right? I'm happy for him. He's a great person to hang out with on occasion. I understand he's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. He's never personally done it to me. I have plenty of friends that are assholes. I have no problems being cool with mittens. I understand many people got valid reasons. I don't. (laughs) I can't be mad for you. I don't do that. But (laughs) now, speaking of the Machiavelli phase, that was another reason. The cause that most people attributed to World War B was the Viceroy system. That was all over the little scope in-game thing. That's what you know. CCP decided to go with was the official reason. Had nothing to do with the Viceroy system. The Viceroy system was renting. It was system renting. It was essentially just saying, I'm going to buy your system either through lasers or through ISK, and you have to pay me. <laughs> that's all it really was. Everybody gets all mad about it. It's like that's what every major alliance does. They extort smaller alliances. Everybody does that. How, d- they how dare bend, they? Until they bend the knee or they fold. That's just how Eve goes. All right. That's not the reason. What happened was is that there was some drama, and some of the, some of you may not be aware of, but we used to have a very big gambling demographic <laughs> in Eve. <laughs> And I'm not going to label any of the specific websites. The old salts in the chat will do that for me, I'm sure. <laughs> but there are several sites that got into some shit. Now, some of that turned into in-game po- politics. It all ended up going into what everybody knows as the Money Badger Coalition. Now, the Money Badger Coalition was the most legit mercenary coalition by name. It was, it was all mercenary. Nobody was unified. It was just a giant ball of lasers and kinetic damage just being thrown at the north. These casinos paid out to everybody just go. There was no central command. There was no nothing. 
All right. And then what happened is that circle of two folded. Now, the fold of circle of two was the dumbest shit I ever saw. Cause I remember their I remember their live broadcast. Okay. I'm I'm still mad at Circle of Two. This Low, this could be another story. Yeah. Another episode. Little side note about Circle of Two. Right after they fucked me in World War B, they tried to recruit me at E Vegas 2016. That's how I told that's the, how it goes. That's totally how it goes. <laughs> I told I forget his name. He was wearing like one of those Brunswick bowler shirts and I told him to go fuck himself to his face. Because I was that salty. It was like two months after I lost all my shit. Okay, I can be mad. <laughs> that's how. That's how they get you. They get you when you're when you're desperate and hungry. Now, going back a little bit further before the fall of circle of two, the north of the Imperium, which would be Branch and Venal, I am speaking of, were never secure leading up to the war. We had plenty of people coming in doing raiding parties. I got popped a few times because we did. We didn't have any kind of security. We had Intel channels. And the whole point of our Intel channels, by the point, by the time World War B, I was simply told, if you see somebody within five systems, just dock up. I am in a With, no Within five systems. If you see somebody pop up within five systems, just dock up for an hour until they're gone. Holy shit. Mind you, this is one of the main grinding alliances of the fucking Imperium. We burned Providence. We rolled up in the fountain. We just go, we, we went on random shit in other people's territory. Like everybody knows 2014 to 2016 fucking goons. We just went around everywhere dunking on people. Those two years were just nothing but constant wars everywhere. Hence why they were able to pay two thirds of the game to come pop us. <laughs> because we had already pissed them off. You add ISK, of course they're going to show up. You know, it doesn't matter what you lose. And, that, and that's another thing. That was the main deterrent for years for anybody trying to go after goons in mass in the north. Because the goons play Eve. What I mean by that is that they have entire corporations that will just grind in mine all day. All day. Every day. Like, they, they, have, they actually delegate infrastructure. That was one of the main reasons why no major alliance could really take Eve because a lot of major alliances were just people who like the rat, get their personal resources, and then occasionally team up together to go bash other people. The goons are old school internet trolls. The vast majority of their senior leadership. They go all the way back to something awful for Something okay? awful, that's right. They, they, they're legit. People still make commentary videos on the stuff they used to discover back on the day. You know, all the crazy stuff like the Final Fantasy house and, you know, oh, Chris Chan. Oh, God. Oh, my all, God. The Final like, Fantasy you, house. People forget this. That was goons. That's where goons came from. They came from that community. So they're pretty good at coordination. And that was the issue with every other Alliance and Eve. The goons could just coordinate. I, I they knew how to do it. I encourage everybody watching, listening to this, whatever, Google the Final Fantasy house. It is it is Better a yet. it is a fantastically weird story. Better yet, I'm gonna plug a YouTube channel that I have no connection with, but they're pretty cool. Frederick Knudsen makes yes. a series called Down the Rabbit Hole. That guy's a genius. He he goes in depth on this. He just down the rabbit hole, Final Fantasy House. Yeah. And Mitten's whole crew was involved in that. 
I know several individuals that what their original screenings was something awful was, and they were some of the original breakers That's, of some of the strap. Holy shit! Fucking small world. Wow. Yeah. So these guys know what they're doing. They know how to coordinate. They know how to compile databases. When it comes to spreadsheets, they're the shit. So Money Badger had to use RMT. It's the reason why RMT is like the the phantom word. <laughs> it's like you say RMT, you're going to have three GMs checking whoop, your account. Whoop, whoop. You know, exactly. It, it turns into an episode of Live PD, and it's just like, it's not going to happen for you. So, what happened was, is a bunch of people were getting actual money for their ISK. Now, when I say money for their ISK, nobody was, like, sending money orders for, like, 10 billion ISK. Oh, you sent me 10 billion ISK? Let me send you a $100 money order. Nobody was doing that. It's not what we mean by RMT. All right? Because I've seen some people actually think that's what we're talking about. RMT means you're giving in-game money for something that would cost you real money. Not that you received real money, that you got goods or services that would have been only acquired through real money. If you, you know, if I, if I, if, you, if I give you 30 billion isk and you send me a PS2 game, that's fucking RMT. Okay. I, I have to clarify and I may be, I may be wrong. I'm more than willing I, I to be, be wrong. We to be, be wrong. wrong. I, I am 99% sure that cash is, it falls under RMT. It doesn't have to yes, be a physical is, good. No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not saying that cash doesn't fall under RMT. I'm just talking about the context of RMT when referred to casinos. Okay. Like, as, it, as, no, I'm not. As, yeah, as, so, the as they were operating, they were not receiving cash directly. Correct. There was like items in game. There's a bunch okay. of other stuff. There's a lot of pay to win kind of mechanics okay. being I just, kinda I implemented. To... It, was, it was weird. But okay. like, I, yes, I there, just needed there, to clarify that for my own my own sake. Like if somebody got real money, that's probably behind closed doors with CCP. But from right, what right. I could see, people were getting like stuff in game or stuff outside the game. For in-game currency. Okay. Like, I send you a couple billion isk. You send me some real-world stuff. You know, trading in-game money for real-world services and goods. Okay? Got it. So, that's how the people who are financing Money Badger Coalition. Now, I have some issues. I've been overseas. I've done some stuff for, the, for my country. All right? I had to take care of some stuff that was kind of acting up. It was uh, an accident I got into, but it was, you know, everything's good. <laughs> everything's going. But I had to step out of Eve for a few weeks. Now, when I stepped out of Eve, World War B had just started. OSS, out of sight. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. OOS, out of sight, did their whole big evil, you know, did their did big pr propaganda campaign with the, get rid of the bees, the bees. You know, if anybody remembers that funny ass, out of sight. I found always found hilarious. I've always popped them whenever I see them, but I've always found them hilarious. You know, and Manic and me were talking about this before the show, everybody. We used to have propaganda wars in Eve. It was the best. People used to get out their crappy editing skills and just put like pandemic horde emblems all over scenes from like saving not private even, riot. Not even crappy editing. Jacket. Some of this shit was really oh, yeah. good. Oh yeah, who was it? Uh, Test who did like the whole like newspaper reel. Tests, like tests. Uh, what are we talking about? What's the word? Propaganda. Tests. Propaganda yeah, machine. 
is a testament to what every that's what every propaganda machine in eve should be look at test alliance they knock it out yeah. of the park no, every I time definitely test will give you quality propaganda completely original goons will give you trolling their their propaganda is 100 percent trolling matter of fact there is a certain youtuber who made a really funny anti-goon video during world war b his first name is count i won't go on to the rest of it but it was hilarious he completely crapped on mittens in it and mittens you know did the state of the goonian response anybody who doesn't know what the state of the goonian was before world war b i'm sure he still does it i haven't been around for one but i remember every year everybody in the imperium used to come together for the state of the goonian some people may remember his last speech during world war b where he did like that classic walkout like we're gonna get all of our enemies and get all of our territory back and he just like stepped out all right, these are the personalities we were dealing with. We're talking test alliance doing propaganda. We're talking out of sight doing raids and crazy video editing of awesome propaganda reels. We had it going back. World War B wasn't just lasers. It wasn't just kinetic heat damage. It wasn't just popping pauses. This was a culture war. It was the goon way of life or the money badger way of life. There was no in-between. Everybody got pulled into it at some extent. Either you got popped for being nearby or you fleeted up. <laughs> it's exactly how it went. 10,000 people rolled in to Southern Goon territory and Titans and everything. Like this, this war was ridiculous, people, because everybody was mad. Everybody was mad at each other. And well, everybody was mad at goons. That's that's just Tuesday. Sorry. Yeah, it's just Tuesday. It was it was it was a very it was a very active. It was Taco Tuesday. It was double Taco Tuesday. That's what it was. It was double Taco Tuesday. You know, Taco Tuesday, we all get happy. Double, double Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. We that burned down awesome. the school. We burned down the school. We celebrate Cinco de Mayo in the middle of December. We don't care, okay? Because it's double Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and like, I know I'm kind of like maybe the worst like trying to keep the story in a linear track here, but I'm trying to do my best. Okay. So I just explained the personalities. I explained that I had to step out for a few weeks. Now I'm going to explain to you guys a little bit about FCON's culture. FCON, specifically one main FC that I will shout out, nor Sammy, were very aggressive on the offensive. Whenever goons went to war, FCON was there. Anybody who was a victim of the Burn Providence campaign, saw just as many FCON as they did Karma Fleet. <laughs> we were just there. Now, we go from that to less than maybe three months after Burn Providence is when, yeah, the Burn Providence campaign. It's like three months, maybe six months after that, that, the World War B broke out. You know, everybody at that point, everybody thought the Fountain War, which is something I wish somebody would come on and talk about because I wasn't there for the Fountain War. If you could get somebody from Test on here and talk I, about that, I was I was in it. Test at the time. But uh, if you want to ask me about the politics that was going back and forth, I couldn't tell you. the The yeah. Fountain War would be good to talk about at some point. Yeah, you should definitely have somebody on for that. So, Fcon would be great offensively. Every time we went to go fleet up, we'd be there at the staging systems. We'd be ready to get, always ready to burn. You know, we had great uh, doctrines. We had great, uh, wow, it's been so long since I've been in NoSec Reliance. I forgot what it's called. When they replace your ship. <laughs> SRP? SRP, thank you. Wow. It's been a couple of years. I've been that ship, mad at Ship NoSec. replacement program. 
Yes, the ship replacement program in Imperium was mint. If you flew what they told you, it got replaced. There was no cost to you. You flew what they got. Matter of fact, when we burned Providence, this is a fun fact. A lot of people don't know this because a lot of coalitions don't know. We transported our own ships. We had people get in, in giant freighters and pack up in t like T3 cruisers, all kinds of shit in there, bring it down to Providence and contract it out to us. We used to import entire fleets. Just fuck it. Get to this station however you are. We'll fleet you up. All right. This is how the Imperium moved. When the Imperium went to war, we had it set up. We had supply chain set up. We were, we were already at war six months before we declared war. All right, that's how FCON used to roll. Now, on the flip side of that, FCON had absolutely horrible home guard. What I mean by home guard, home guard is a, I forget which science fiction I get from. I think it's from the old Andronima science fiction with Kevin Sorbo I get that from. But oh, the home Jesus. guard, yeah, the home guard to me is supposed to be patrol fleets, you know, having people on standby, you know, having people that at least has a fighty ship already suited up in, in their station. So, you know, they just get in their AFK Ishtar. Remember those? They were fucking awesome. I remember AFK Ishtars. That's how old of a player I am. <laughs> they were great. <laughs> you could run a whole haven in them and be like, ha ha, I just plexed up in three hours. <laughs> but <laughs> CCP didn't want that no more. <laughs> so, oh, snap. I lost my train of thought. Where was my man? That's why you're here. You're here. Listen, I can, you, you, no, you are in control of your own mouth here. Oh, that's a bad thing. I shouldn't be in control of anything. Uh, um, that's a bad idea. You, so, uh, SRP, you're talking about SRP? Yeah. Okay, so SRP was all set up. Now, when we got back to home, some of you may have been there. You know, there may be some F1 people. I actually don't have Twitch pulled up, so I'm not looking at the chat at all. <laughs> so for all I know, everybody's calling me an idiot. Uh, LB says <laughs> you were you were on the F FCON Home Guard. Yes. Okay. Thank you, LB. Yes, the Home Guard didn't exist. That was something I tried to bring into FCON because I noticed we kept getting small gangs, and they were getting bigger. They went from like maybe three to six guys, starting to go to ten to fifteen ships, like legit raiding parties into deep branch space it was ridiculous. like if you saw a wormhole in branch in branch the heart of imperium territory you docked up nobody would come to help you even though you're in the middle of fcon territory everybody's just telling you to dock up that sounds exciting We're, yeah now in defense of some people in fcon my corporation i was part of if anybody's curious was the pack they were one of the founding corporations in the alliance you know, real tight with Tark, who was, uh, I think his first name, his whole character name was Tarkonis. He was the CEO of FCON at the time. Um, I don't know if he was going through some stuff in his real world life, but he was checked out during World War B. And when I say checked out during World War B, a couple months before World War B, I tried starting a home guard, like I just alluded to before. I tried getting patrol fleets. I tried thinking of doctrines that people could have for cheap in ways to get SRP. Because believe it or not, folks, while we had a full SRP for when we go to war, we had no SRP for defending our home. Think about that. I... We, would have, <laughs> we would have full SRP 
to go burn Providence on the other side of Eve, on the complete other side of the game map. But home, there was nothing for patrol fleets. There was nothing for retaliation. There was nothing to replace. You know what? If you decide to suit up with your corp and go, you know, take care of some raiders, the the alliance wasn't going to compensate you for it. There was nothing for you. I I have to believe there's at least some reason for this. That doesn't make any sense to me. I have to this day, I have no idea what the reasoning was. I remember going into official alliance chat and trying to get the leadership to just entertain the idea of patrol fleets. I was told to know my rank. I I was a fucking new bro to them. They gave no shit what I was saying. I was like, can we get patrol fleets? Can we get like Can we get some dudes? funding to defend ourselves? Can we get like 10 dudes that just roam for an hour? You know, can we do shifts? We're like a thousand plus alliance. We can't get seven dudes that just fly around the territory for an hour and they dock up and then do their own thing. And they're like, well, nobody's going to pay for that. You know, I'm like, we have a shit ton of miners. You're telling me they don't want to get paid not to get popped? You, like they were trying, instead of asking the mining corporations in FCON, they would just tell me the miners wouldn't pay for that. The miners wouldn't pay to be protected. Think about that. I could be like, yo, I got a doctrine for like, they have three Stratioses, two Tangus, and five Enties, and I can dominate anybody. You know, I could take out any freaking gang coming in there, at least pop five of them before they could leave. Corporations ain't going to pay for that. The miners are not going to, because I even came up, I'm like, what if the mining corporations like all like form a pool? Like they just put a certain amount of resources just so they can replace our ships. I wasn't even talking about like ISK money. I was talking about, can they just replace the ships or at least give us a portion of the resources so we can just make our own ships in our stations? Like, I don't give a shit. I train that shit up. You know, if I lose a Tengu, I can build the motherfucker on an alt. You know, just give me the resources to do it. You know, it wasn't even, you can't even do that. You can't even do a barter exchange. They're like, no, they won't do it. I'm like, can somebody fucking ask? No, go back to being an F1 monkey. Go back, go back to 5 O and go do your fucking havens. We'll call you when we need to go burn shit. And and make sure you fucking send in your fucking, pe- uh, your peps or whatever the fuck it was. It was a, the fuck was that stupid thing? Where you had to report how many fleets you went on to fucking go do shit. It was your fucking like prep or some shit that we had. It was like, Wait. You had, yeah, we had a PAPS. That's what it's called. It's called a fucking PAPS. We had, the fuck, we, had the, we had a fucking quota every month to how many fleets we had to go on with the Alliance to go fucking fight motherfuckers. But we didn't have a defense budget. No defense budget. Time out. Hold on. No defense. Like, it was a okay. fucking shit show, dude. So I'm flipping out. Getting I'm, you all demonetized on YouTube when you upload this and shit. I'm... I'm laughing off mic. I'm laughing my ass off. One, because I appreciate how passionate you are about this. And two, because somebody actually thought that PAPS in a video game was a good idea. They're like three, you gotta be on five fleets a month or some shit. And I'm like, I gotta be on five fleets a month, but y'all can't hook me up with a fucking defense budget. Who the fuck? Thought that was a good idea. 
I want to say it was. You don't. You don't have to name names. I'm. I'm asking. I, I don't, I don't know. I, it's I don't a know hypothetical. I don't know the name. It was like the tertiary command position. It was like Holy the CEO. Holy shit! Like the leader of tactics or like fleet revenue or some bullshit. I don't know. They had a bunch of bureaucrats in FCOM. They fucking pissed me off. Holy shit! Okay, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to stop and catch my breath for a minute there. Yeah, okay. If anybody doesn't know what FCON means, it means Fidelis Constance. All right? To those of you who served in the military, always you're a little faithful. bit familiar. No, always constant. Always, always constant. Yeah, like they're consistent. Like they, they stick okay. to their gun. They're think, always going to push. I might but be they, a little drunk, but always constant sounds like it sounds redundant. Yeah, I know. Like it, if it, it if something is constant, then it's always right. You know. Yeah, it is. It it, it was more of the thing. And I think the <laughs> constants they the used was technically Spanish, while Fidelis is Latin. I don't know. It was funny though. Okay. I, but their whole persona was is that you know we're, uh, all the Imperium thing. We're gonna stick together. We're 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 the you know we're a fidelity. We're a brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever you want to call it. We're we're a fucking clan. All right. So fast forward. To about two, three weeks, I had to step out of Eve. World War B almost completely happens in that two, three. Everybody, everybody remembers the summer of 2016. It was one of the quickest progressions in a yeah. fucking war oh. that's ever happened in Eve. Three sectors, three, I'm oh, sorry, not sectors, three regions fucking lost in three weeks. All right. Let me explain to you how Hendo experienced that. All right, Hendo goes, does his thing. Are, are we know. are we now getting into the folding of FCON? Yes, we okay, are. We, okay. we are there. Half, are in, there, half an hour into the show, we're starting We're starting the actual story yeah. now. <laughs> we, I, I had to set it up because a lot of people didn't know FCON. So I had, I had, to, set <laughs> just, up, I had to set the scene. I'm just fucking with you. No, I had to set the scene, though. I like setting the scene. So three weeks go by. I finally get back in the eve. Now... To those of you who've been paying attention to my ramblings, FCON was pretty consistent on being an aggressor. So not really well defending themselves. Now, I knew that was going to come bite us in the ass while I was gone. Like, I'm not going to act like I left to take care of my medical stuff and my real world stuff from Eve and act like we weren't going to get some shit. I expected some major incursions. I expected maybe us to lose our staging system of 094U, I think it was called. You know, I expect us to lose some major shit, but then the bounce back, you know, like every good alliance does, you know, I log in three weeks later at five tackle, a little dead end system. I like to stay in um, a neat player who lost his life years ago. Vile rat uh, had his memorial station. I lived there for two years. Shots to a, shots to vile rat. Yes. Shots to vile rat. Sh- everything to vile rat. Okay. Oh. Oh, more shots. <laughs> ah, all right. So I log in into Violet Station, and I was expecting Five Tacko to be taken. I was already given a heads up from my buddy who did carrier ratting at the time when that was a thing. Um, and that was a big thing. I know it's still a thing, but it was a really big thing back in the day. Back when you had drones on carriers, everybody took them to rat. It was half the re- it was the reason why half the player base trained up the capital. <laughs> now I log in and I'm like, okay, 
Sovereignty's lost in my home system. Expected. I was kind of living in a dead-end system. Those places usually go first in major land grabs. I go look at the map. You know, remember when the Eve map used to, you know, well, I think it still does. I haven't checked it in forever. But, you know, you have factions and you have corporations for sovereignty. You have to opt out of the beta map that's been in beta since, I think, 2016. Yeah, like the beta map came in just after I I had done this. And they used to actually document, you know, the original map used to have, like, pretty good spread of where all the alliances were. The map wasn't perfect, but it was pretty good at getting the general control regions of certain alliances. I go check my shit. Darkness owns all a branch and, like, half a venal. I'm sitting there, and I I have a decision to make. I have a decision that some people dread, some people love to excite. It was kind of exciting and dreadful at the same time. I had to decide between one or two things. Either hop into an interceptor and run like fucking hell, or stay and wait for backup, or at least a relief effort. Because when I, the past two years to my understanding, was FCON had no problem launching rescue missions. They, I've, I've been part of a few where players have been stuck with all their assets in certain areas. And we go in with, you know, decent life fleet, maybe 50 to 100 people. And we just run block for them. Get them the fuck out. Load up the freighters. Get the hell out. You know, a good, you know, good little thing. I got told to go fuck myself. I'm sitting there with two years worth of assets in a station. And I reach out to my corp who... I will say repeatedly, the pack, bunch of awesome dudes. Half of them left to play WoW because of this bullshit, though. Okay, it was that bad. Because they're one. They, I remember my my CEO's fucking right. The letter he wrote to the leader of Fcon, and I'll paraphrase it. Just one of the last sentences. This is not the alliance we helped started. When you get back to where we were, we'll come back. And we fucked off the wormhole space. It, you know, but I'm sitting there and, and the alliance <laughs> is telling be. me. Yeah. And so anybody who's, you know, spent any time in NoSec knows what kind of shit you can actually build up in two years. That's a lot of stuff. That's almost half a trillion worth of ISK, to be honest with you. Worth of shit you end up accumulating working for a major NoSec alliance. Hence why many no-second alliances have moving programs for their members so we can get all of our shit out, blueprint originals, all that shit. I had like 30 geckos in this station. You know, I had some rare shit. Nice, you know what nice, I mean? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I had, a bunch, I had a bunch of shit from some boys that rage quit. I had a bunch of shit that I occurred myself. I had built, you know, I got in some blueprints, knew some people with some blueprints, did some mining for them, you know, little favors here and there. So I get told that not only do I need to go fuck myself by FCON, but I have to make it all the way down. I can't remember exactly where in the south they originally relocated to, but it was near Amencia. So to anybody who may have lost where I'm going, I have to go in an interceptor from fucking branch all the way to Amencia during during World War B as a lone member of FCON. I do not to this day know how I fucking survived that shit. I dodged five warp bubbles. <laughs> I don't know how I pulled it off. 
but I was smart enough to set um, save points in space, so I always landed 30 kilometers off gates. <laughs> you know, I had to learn to be like the stupid, like sneaky ninja in my own space, which just pissed me off. But I get to the south. And FCON decides once we get south that they want to be FCON again. They're like, yeah, we're, we're going to beat up the RP alliances and we're going to take space down here. And it was. <sighs> <laughs> you need to take a moment. I, yeah, I. We, we to... can take a commercial break if you need to. <laughs> No, we're good. We got like twenty minutes to go. All I right. can handle this. I can handle this. I got this. Let me. Oh, let, dude, let me prepare dude, a shot. we got we got like an hour and twenty minutes if you need it. Oh, we got an hour and twenty minutes. No, I'm going to make a shot, Manic. If you have any questions at this point to what's going on, I want you to ask them. I I'm just I'm I'm reveling in your enthusiasm for this story. I'm I'm loving it. Thank you for coming on, Hendo. My pleasure. Now we take the shot. Now we'll continue. Because we get to why asset safety matters in this. It's a it's a hot button topic. Now, like I said, I lost two years worth of gear in five tech up and 094 tech U or whatever the hell it was called. You know, these station, you know, system names are crazy. And no sec. They're all just alphanumerical shit shows. <clears throat> You're really upset. I can even through the sunglasses, I can see. You're like you're very upset. But we're doing a rare moment. I'm taking them off. <laughs> I'm letting y'all see the passion in my eyes. Tate taking shots. Okay. So I get told to go fuck myself. My corporation decides we're going to go wormholes. I have no problems with that because wormholes at that time in 2016 were just picking up. Everybody was happy about them. Shit was going down. We had just gotten citadels. That's another thing. The reason why Branch hasn't been remotely attempted to be retaken till recent events, because if anybody's been paying attention lately, especially to Jintan's reporting, the Imperium is slowly inching its way back north. They are. They're heading. Matani has his eyes on reclaiming Declan, and he'll fucking get it. He'll get Declan. He'll get his home system. He'll get his home region back. Now, a lot of people may not know, but Citadels was actually one of the main motivations for the deployment schedule of Money Badger Coalition. I remember this. Yes. Now, what Honey Badger, with the, I said Honey Badger, which is basically what they fucking were, um, Money Badger, correctly saying, decided, you know, because certain CCPs tried thinking that this was going to be Titans all over again. It was going to take us a fucking year to build the first Citadel. We built it in less than 24 hours. <laughs> it was the funniest announcement at all of E-Vegas 2016. It, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because they made, they, they stated, like, on the stream at Vegas 2016 that they anticipated that it would take a I year for the, for the first Citadel. And then at 
Eve at the same Eve Vegas within 24 hours. Somebody had already built the first Citadel. That's right. I, yeah. Oh God. I, I was dude. I was one of the people cackling in the back. <laughs> Everybody I, was I, laughing. I fucking fell over laughing, dude. I was like, dude, we've been stockpiling for years. Do you know how many fucking resources are in reserve to build these ships? Now, what that means is, a lot of people don't know this, when World War B ended, as soon as Money Badger got sovereignty in the North, they built at least 10 citadels per system. That's All a lot the North of Holy shit. Okay, I, I was exaggerating, but the smallest amount of citadels in a single former Imperium system I saw was three. Still ridiculous numbers. So let me explain what happened to you. Post-World War B, all of the North was fortified by EVE Casino money. EVE Casino money funded every Citadel. They funded the fucking bill. I don't give a shit what anybody wants to try to tell me to this day. There is no way in hell the entire North was filled with Citadels within a week without major casino money involved in that too. There's no way in hell. Nobody can convince me. Nobody's going to give me any kind of shit. Anybody who remembers 2016 remembers how fast the North was just filled with Citadels. There was no way goons could retake because you, at the time when Citadels were first released, it took you a week to pop it. A lot of people do not remember. It took you a remember that. week. Yeah. Which I didn't hate at first. I didn't hate at first because I'm like, okay, it's like legit war. You know, it's going to take you, you know, somebody who's been overseas. It's drawn you know? out. Yeah, you got to work for it. It's not It's not and, a one-night thing. Exactly. As one of the, you know, veterans that play EVE, I, I like that aspect because it's like war's long-term. It's attrition-based. I like whenever, like, I love the Battlefield series because they actually, end, you know, entered the curve of a bullet into marksmanship which you don't see in games. You know, so I love it whenever game companies want to try to be accurate in any sense of warfare. So I honestly had no problems with seven, but it took you seven days to pop a single estruce. Just estruce. The tiniest one of the, of, of the three. And we're not talking about Fortizar or the, what's the major one? Keepstar. <laughs> Keepstar. Keepstar. I don't know why. I call them Death Star. Death That's Stars, why. yeah. Because that's what they are. They have huge fucking weapons on them. And there was... Every region's capital had at least two in the north after the war. It was freaking ridiculous. There was no way Goon, even with their massive infrastructure base, could take the north under the current mechanics post-World War B. The initial release of the Citadels was the perfect opportunity for the Money Budget Coalition because they could not only steal sovereignty, they can make it virtually impossible for goons to take back immediately after the war. That's why the Northern Wars have been such a slodge and have gone slower than any other war in EVE history because you have to take the Citadels, which I don't mind because EVE Wars would happen too quick, in my opinion, back in the day. You know, you could, you know, be a week and you would conquer two regions. Like, it was... Sovereignty did have to be addressed. Do I agree with all the systems <laughs> implemented? Hell No! But I appreciate the effort. Now, post-World War B, and we have all these citadels, we have asset safety coming into play within a year after the war. Because I want everybody to get it twisted. Asset safety did not become a thing immediately with citadels. 
It was like a backup mechanic of the Citadels. It was never official. It wasn't until like a year later that CCP announced asset safety was a fucking thing. Now, full disclosure, I have personally benefited from asset safety, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I was able to recover everything I lost in the North. I was able to get everything out of 5 Taco and 094U and just have it transported down the Tashmarkan. You know, just a fucking high-sec starter system where I could just pick it up and just fuck off to a wormhole. You know? I'll fully admit I took advantage of the system. It does not mean on any metric I enjoyed it. Doesn't. I fucking actually hated it. Because some of you may remember, I didn't start playing the meta of EVE until 2016. I didn't get involved in the actual meta game, you know, like going on INN. You know, Dirk and Drayden actually brought me out to the community first. I used to just be a shit talker in their chat. And Derek was just like, bring me on one night. And we had, you know, it, it was just magic after that. You know, and that's when everybody started knowing how Sendo is because I, I'm going to be honest, I started networking with goons post-war. I started getting involved with, the, you know, with Boat, with Mittens, with Dirk, with Drayden, because know why? I'm going to be honest. Initially, I wanted these motherfuckers to fight a war for me. <laughs> I thought they were cool dudes. I thought we got along. I was like, know what? These guys were all involved in Karma Fleet, Goonion, all the shit. I was like, I'm going to go be cool with goons, which, believe it or not, even in the Imperium, there was a separation between goons and every other alliance. There are people like, we will fight with goons, but we're not goons kind of shit going on. I didn't mind goons. I, I still, to this day, don't mind working with goons. They've treated me right. I understand everybody else has been fucked by them. They haven't done it to me yet. When they do it to me, I'll join y'all. Trust me. I'll be up in there. Like, burn this shit down. Mittens needs to be torn down, you know. Um, (laughs) But I'm not at that point, and I don't think I ever will be. Now, for about a year straight, I was working with Boat, you know, in his chat for the most part when he would do his big fleets, you know, trying to get him to inch north, you know. Try a little pokes and stuff. Because he used to do a lot of Rome fleets at request. And everybody remembers that when Boat used to be a very active streamer. He used to do raids at request. He used to get a bunch of goons together. And if there was enough of a community outcry for it, he would go raid some system. You know, most of the time he would just do standard goon stuff. But I was trying to get in the boat and Dirk and Drayden and all of them. And I was trying to convince them, like, yo, maybe we should go north. You know, I got some shit with Branch. I kind of want to burn it to the ground. I won't lie. I, I still to this day hate darkness. No personal beef with anybody in that unit. In, in that, I said unit like I'm still on active. <laughs> anybody in that alliance, I have no personal issues with. I just want your alliance to burn because you took my home. It's not. It's okay. nothing personal. I just want everything. Just every, want everything you have to everything. burn to the ground. Everything. Speaking. Speaking everything. of somebody who literally just lost his house to a fire. <laughs> speak. Yes. Exactly. I want to do to you what the Visigoths did to Rome. <laughs> okay. I don't give a shit. I. I don't mean to make light of your situation. I'm sorry. No. No. I, I do. All the time i talk mad shit my brother-in-law feels so guilty because i ride him for t- leaving the fucking <laughs> treadmill plugged in <laughs> hold on pouring a beer okay um, 
So for about a year, I'm I'm working with with goons. I end up and I end up being on open comms for a short while. Um, I'm not shit happened. <laughs> I had to step out from the show, but I ended up getting with a life shifter and Kit, and uh, Kit Tutu, and we did you know um, insider gaming for a while, and then we moved the cartridge to club. So it wasn't like I had a falling out with anybody in the um, in the Imperium. It was just after asset safety happened, all the plans I had made for a year and a half with goons, with Karma Fleet, everybody basically involved in goons got fucking scrapped. Scrapped. Like I almost had goons like willing to go with me to the north. I was just like, can we just burn five tech out? I just wanted to burn my home system. I almost got both to do a raid on it. And then asset safety came out, and nobody wanted to do deep raids anymore. Nobody wanted to go deep into enemy territory. It's just like, oh, we're just going to do, like, pirate light. We're just going to go, like, two, three systems in now because, you know, we don't want to do shit. But yeah, I said pirate light. That's pirate exactly light. What That's good. Exactly what the fuck it went to because pirates back in the day, and we know people like Rich Javix, for instance, used to go deep. <laughs> Just deep. Just know what? We're going 50 systems in, and we're just popping whatever we get till they blow us up. That's what Eve used to be. It used to be, no one. I'm going to get five Stratioses, two Inties, a couple Bombers, and I'm just going to go as far as I can until we all die. Sounds like fun. It was fun, wasn't it? It was a great time. It was a great era, you know? And... We lost that with asset safety because as soon as asset safety came in, all my efforts to try to retake the North got scrapped, got fucking scrapped. The only reason, in my opinion, I don't have any intel. I'm not spying. I'm not doing any of that shit. But the only reason right now that goons are finally moving North again is because asset safety is heading out the door because it's gone. It's the only reason because the goons we're perfectly happy in the South. I'm going to be honest with you. To Mittens, all of them talked a big trash, but they had good space down there. They also did. They had great resources. They had great ratting territory. They were doing fine. But you know what? One thing I always connect with goons on is the need for vengeance. I can feel that. I'm, I'm about that shit. <laughs> you know, one of my, you know, I started playing Eve in 2008. You know, I go back 12 years. I actually still have the issue. Well, it's in my house and a storage bin, you know, a couple towns away. But I still have the issue of PC gamer when Eve was announced. Nice. I I, w- I was a teen. I was only like fourteen when it came out. <laughs> it came out right after my birthday. Like I was like, I want to play this. I literally watched Eve videos trying to figure out what the hell I was looking at until two thousand eight when I finally got to play the game. Like, remember the old Eve videos? Like, in yeah. like 2005 to 2008, they're just zoomed out, just squares. Yeah, yeah. Purple like, and green. Like, and, and sped up to 25 times the speed with, like, shitty dubstep music underneath it. Yep. Yep. I'm, like, those were good days because you had to actually know what the hell you were looking at. I'm looking at dots on the screen. Right. And I'm just like, I want to play this game. I don't know what's going on. But every time they zoomed in on... I'm an Amarian player. I love Amar, but I won't lie. The ship that attracted me to Eve was the Megathron. That's it's I, an iconic ship. Galente has good fu- ship design. 
anybody who remembers the initial ad campaign for Eve, the Megathon was on the front. Yeah. It was like the Megathon and the Abaddon. Those were the only two ships you those saw. Were, a yeah, of. those were like the two iconic battleships at the time. Yeah, and I was like, yo, I want that Megathon. I remember, because I, I started with RTS gaming, like all the way back to when Dune came out right. in the 90s. You know, so when I saw Eve coming off a of Homeworld, like I'm one of that, you know, I found it funny because I actually, I own, I bought this from Andrew Crowan back in 2016. Empires when of he, Eve, yeah. I got my own yeah, copy exactly. over here on a shelf. Yeah, when he mentioned in this book how people came over from Homeworld 2, and I'm like, oh shit, I made it in the book. <laughs> That's me. I made it in the book. I made it in the book. I felt happy. I will never be named in any of his works, but I'm like, dude, I'll take that. I'm part of that culture. I came from Homeworld 2 in the Eve. Like, hell yeah, dystopian Dune Online. I'm all about that shit. That's the thing, too. Here's my thing about Asset Safety. To me, Eve is Dune meets Ender's Game Online. That's what Eve is meant to be. I could I could see that. I think yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Because you think about you know the politics, that's Dune. You know anybody who's read the Dune books know those books yeah. are like yeah, eighty percent crazy Machiavellian shit happening behind closed doors. You know, amazing books. And then you got Ender's Game. You got one dude trying to lead a bunch of other dudes in a fleet to do. I'm like, that's Eve. You got one. You got FC sitting up there telling his seven friends the fucking dude. Turco is primary. Turco is primary, you know. Yeah. Everybody remembers this is really Eve. This is really <laughs> Eve, yeah. Which was accurate. I don't know how accurate it is nowadays, but when it was made, that was Eve. That was Eve. Like, I can happily say I didn't have any FCs that crazy. <laughs> I had pretty <laughs> a, good it's FCs. A, it's a good video, yeah. But I had been on a few mumbles that had gotten that crazy, and it was pretty funny. But back to the main story. Folding back, back, back to the folding of FCON. Back to the folding of FCON. So FCON folded. They went south. Honestly, I checked out of FCON completely, like, giving a shit, probably back in 2018, just before I ran into you at Vegas again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, I'm in the wormholes. I'm out. I'm done. Because it was, just, like I said, my, my CEO at the time, Great dude. You know, I, I rolled with Fekaline, Rondis Hammer. I know you don't know those names, but I'm sure somebody in the chat will know. You know, those were the guys I rolled with. You know, K Mama Wolf, all those cool cats, you know, in the pack. Small, really cool court. And it was just, they were a microcosm of what FCON used to be. And seeing FCON become this big blue alliance like Tark, that's Tarconis was the leader of the alliance. I like I said earlier, I don't know if he was going through some personal stuff. I don't know what's going on because I understand that being a head of an alliance is a fucking real job that you don't get paid for. Sure, yeah. It is a ridiculous amount of bullshit. I will talk shit to my CEO, but I at the same time understand I am one of many people talking shit he has to deal with. All right. I completely understand that. <laughs> but I'm still mad. So <laughs> Tark just wasn't in it. So he decided while I was on my little e-break to pull all of FCON South. Basically, from what I understand, they, they sent out an all-member freaking message saying, grab your shit, we're leaving. I came back to the game a week after that message. 
So fuck me. <laughs> Circle of Two tried to recruit me, actually, after they betrayed us. Now, while I'm talking about the folding of FCON, I'm also going to talk about the betrayal of Circle of Two. Slightly. That's a whole episode on that, its own. That's a whole episode. But I just wanted to make a simple statement because their portrayal is intertwined with my story with FCON folding. Because to those of you who may not know where Branch is offhand, I'm sure some of you are pulling up your in-game maps right now and just being like, where the fuck is Branch? I've never heard of this place. You will see is just there's only one region in between it and what Circle of Two used to hold. Okay? Now, to those of you who remember the propaganda campaign back then, like the scope coverage, which was amazing back then. I really want the scope to keep doing shit. I think it's one of the greatest things CCP has ever done. Is that little in-game newsreel. Um, <sighs> you okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. You need, do you need to take a lap? Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this is the most discombobbled episode yet, and I'm happy I'm only episode three, <laughs> so there's no way to compare me to. <laughs> It's just Hendo. No, fuck it. It's not even a folding. Ab- Hendo rants for an hour and a Hendo, half. Hendo rants. About, you should do your own stream. I, dude, no, it's funny. We actually talked at INN about like having like a grind my gear segment for me on the fucking yeah, show. Yeah, that'd be funny. Just so I can bitch about EA and shit. But that's a completely other game coming. Completely other bullshit. So back to Epcon. We're gonna try to keep it focused. I'm drunk, but I'm trying to keep it focused. Let's, let's keep it right. focused. We we do have an hour left. Okay, good, good. It's plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of time for me to rant. So are th- are these okay? Hold on. I have, oh no no. I'm I'm not I I just I need to look because I at this moment in this point in time I honestly don't remember how long the last two episodes have been. Okay, one was <laughs> the last one was an hour and a half. Okay, they've both been an hour and a half, so you're good. Okay. Okay, okay, good. Are there any questions in the chat? Because like I said, I didn't pull up Twitch. No, everybody's just uh, digging on your story. (laughs) Good, good. All right, chat, I love you. I can't see who's in there. I know LB's in there, but that's about it. (laughs) I know Jintan probably might be in there. And like, yo, Hendo's getting all the facts wrong, but I'm entertained as shit right now. (laughs) That's that's the whole point. (laughs) So... FCON folds, goes south, leaves me upstairs. I have to deal with now a north that's full of citadels and asset safety a year after the war. So while I'm dealing with FCON, trying to get the pack back, to my knowledge, I wasn't privy to those communications, that's complete hearsay, but to my knowledge, while we were in, I forget what wormhole we were in, we all know they got a bunch of, no, they don't matter, but, you know, I... I'm sitting there in a wormhole, and my corporation CEO gets so upset with dealing with FCON and all the bullshit post-World War B that everybody, because I got abandoned twice in two years, Manic. That's the crazy thing, chat. So I'm in a wormhole trying to do my thing, and I come back, and my entire corp, not only got abandoned by FCOM, but then abandons me to go back to WoW. So I end Ouch. up alone. So I end up alone with Estruce 
to myself in a wormhole. Somehow I survived a month. I don't know how I fucking did it. I survived a month and then I logged in one day and my Stratios was in the middle of space. So I'm pretty sure somebody popped my Astros. I come back into real space, if you will. And FCON is like dissolving in the South. I have no idea where any of those members are. FCON in the span of three years, three years of having me as a pilot, went from one of the most violent, aggressive, and efficient alliances in the game. Because FCON had that reputation for years. They were a great alliance. You know, when they joined the Imperium, it caused major waves because the Imperium really had some fucking muscle on their hands. They went from that with the same leadership the whole time to running with their tail between their legs to the south as soon as NBC entered the first branch. That's how it happened. It wasn't that the, the like, here's the craziest thing. Here's the kicker, people. It M- wasn't MBC meaning Money Badger Coalition. Yes, for any, Money for Badger anybody Coalition. in the chat who wasn't picking up on that. Yes, yes. T- that would be you I, know, a combination. I'm sure everybody, everybody in the chat is much more, probably more sober than I am. So really, yeah. I was just clarifying for myself because it took me a couple of seconds. Yeah, Sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, continue. Money Badger Coalition had completely broken the will of FCON. I don't know how they did it, but as soon as they got close, they didn't even enter branch, to my knowledge, under FCON's rulership. As soon as they got close to the borders of branch, the entire leadership, for some fucking epiphany they had, decided to grab everybody and leave. So not only did Circle of Two pull some whiny bitch-ass we don't want to be a meat shield bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm one, I'm going to say this about Circle 2. I understand it's going to be its own episode with somebody else, most likely, who knows a lot more than I know about this shit. I'll bring I'm going to say this on. right now. Yeah, bring the judge on, definitely. He will fucking give you the real story. But as far as I'm concerned, if you sign up for the border region of a fucking coalition, you signed up to be a fucking meat shield. If you signed up to be on the borders... You know what I mean? Like, you know, east of your space is everybody else's space. Like, you have full knowledge of where you are. It wasn't like anybody forced Circle of Two to be on the border of the Imperium. That was their chosen space. That's where they like to rat. That's where they like to mine. That's where the resources they have fucking were, okay? That's where they like to do all their shit. Where all their escalations they like to do were... Wherever the fuck tickled their fancy. All the sites, all that bullshit. All right, because Garista Rats were paying out back then. They were an amazing cash cap. All right, Garista Rats were the most amazing thing to pop. You own Garista Space and Nullsec, you basically were guaranteed revenue. You know, like, fucking hands down. It was fucking amazing. I, I remember that, yeah. So, Circle of Two, in my opinion, signed up to be a meat shield, then bitched about being a meat shield. Which is bullshit to me, because if you're going to be there on the edge, you better be ready to do some edge shit. You know, like FCON, 
was essentially a, a Nosa Care Bear when I think about it in retrospect because Branch was so deep into Imperium territory. It wasn't until we started slacking that people actually made it to Branch. Like, it used to be a wormhole-only kind of fucking access. And then people just marched up in there. So, to me, Circle of Two had no fucking... You know, that whole, like, announcement they made about we will no longer be a meat shield. We, we want equal partnership. All that bullshit is bullshit to me. I thought that was complete horseshit. All that, I looked at, all that bullshit is bullshit. It's all bullshit. 100% grass-fed fucking Boise, Idaho. Free range bullshit. Free range bullshit, dude. Free real estate and free range. (laughs) All right? Because you don't join the fucking Imperium when it was the CFC, the Clusterfuck Coalition, and then bitch about seeing action. Everybody who joins that coalition knows they are putting a target on their back. And this whole shit, the goons wouldn't come from come down from Declan every time we stubbed our toe bullshit got me mad. I was like, that is not, listen, you can be like, yo, we don't like goons, so we're leaving. That I would have been cool with. But this whole, we're a victim, they use this as a meat shield fucking bullshit. Fuck you, Circle of Two. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. Fuck your Brunswick bowler shirts that you try to recruit me wearing and bullshit. Fuck all y'all, okay? Because... That's some bullshit. That's some straight bullshit. Straight I don't even grass fed free range bullshit. <laughs> exactly. It's free real estate, free range, fucking hundred percent Midwest grass fed bison bullshit. All right. Shit. You you can come at me and be like, Hendo doesn't know what he's talking about. Circle of two was treated so fucking bad. Fuck off. All right. If they didn't want to be members of the Imperium, they could have left at any time on any of the terms. The fact that they waited till fucking 10,000 people rolled into their station wanting to fucking fight. And they and not only that, they waited till their home system got fucking burned before they're like, we're no longer going to be a Misha. No, you suck at playing the game, got your ass kicked on the front lines, and instead of pulling back and rallying with the rest of us, you fucked over the entire fucking coalition. You decided, like, you know what? Instead of pulling back and rallying and doing, you know, what almost every alliance that joined the coalition agreed to do, we're like, nah, we're just going to fuck it. Pull chocks. We're out. We're rolling. We're taking off. We're going to fucking funky town. No fucking fucks given. Is, is bullshit to me. I'm sorry. I'm going to call you on it. Circle of Two. You guys want to put bounties on me too? Fuck it. Bring that shit. Bring it. Bring circle it. of Two. Ender Draconian is going to be like the most hated fucking character. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. Back to the folding of FCON. <laughs> I don't want to like. It's, it's like. I love how frustrated okay. you I'm are. If anybody's ever been in a fight or had like that experience in schooling where you got like jumped a lot or anything crazy like that, knows that you know when you go to a fight, you bring a couple people with you. You know, you've been jumped a few times, you bring a couple people. That's with what you. I was doing. If wrong. I bring my boy Miguel and my homie Matt to a fight, and then Matt is all of a sudden like, I don't want to be your meat shield and leave. I'm beating Matt's ass as soon as I'm done getting my ass kicked. This is a good analogy. I love this. 
Is this call still active, or did I end it somehow? No, you're. We're still on. Can you not hear me? Oh no! <laughs> what did you do? Okay, I think Hendo has. Uh, hold on. Manic, are you there? I'm here, bro. Okay. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We had a bit of a technical difficulty, but we're back. We're back. Oh yeah, I'm sorry about that, folks. A, a new <laughs> Wi-Fi. I'm in a new apartment. It may have been crap. So I don't know where I left off, but I'm gonna start again. All right. So start if, all over again. So circle two bitching about being the victims of being the meat shield is bullshit. And I'm gonna use an analogy. Now, some of you may have had this experience growing up or not. Being in fights, getting jumped, you know, whole bunch of shit. I went through it all. Okay. When when you deal with that by about sophomore junior year, you realize if somebody wants to fight you, you bring two or three. Two or three friends, just in case, you know, just in case, because you've been jumped a few times. You know how it is. Essentially, when you bring two or three friends to a fight, that's your coalition. All right. Now, if I bring Miguel and Matt to a fight, all right, and we get to the fight, shit pops off. And then Matt all of a sudden starts, looks at me and says, I don't want to be a fucking meat shield and leaves me to get my ass kicked. I'm beating Matt's ass as soon as I'm done getting my ass kicked. Okay. That's just. Matt's getting punched in the face. You know, something's happened to Matt. F's in because, chat for Matt. Because if, if we if we team up and we know we going into the shit, and then you all of a sudden when it starts, it's just like, oh, I don't want to be your meat shield. Well, you're the fat one, so you kind of have to be, all right? So I can get around you and punch the dude in the face. You know, that's why I brought you. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, but how am I supposed to work with that? You know, how am I supposed to respect... How's anybody supposed to respect the alliance that just fucks over its coalition? You know what I mean? No like, respect. Start, like, I'll be honest. The Circle of Two guy tried to recruit me. Really cool dude. Salt and pepper hair, glasses, wearing a Brunswick bowler shirt. He usually shows up most of the events. He's a nice dude. Okay? Pretty chill dude. I'll point him out to you, man, next time I see him. Because he's nice. But he tried to recruit me right after I lost all my shit. To Circle of Two. Like, darkness, I may have said, yeah, so I could fuck them over. But, you know, at the time. <laughs> a circle of two sitting there. Like, I'm telling the people from Circle of Two, I fucking hate you guys because you fucked me over. Their, their, their response is, oh, we're recruiting. Listen, I, I got no idea. I'm pretty sure I was in the trailer park of Imperium because none of, the, none, none of this made any sense. You the know, Imperium has its own trailer park? It basically did. I'm pretty sure Circle of Two and fucking in the FCOM were the trailer parks. I'm pretty sure they were. I'm I'm, I'm essentially sure because it's ridiculous. You know, I, I was stationed in the South for a little bit. When trailer parks got beef, you know, they'll roll over to the other trail park and they'll fight. You know, there'll be a little brawl it, in the parking lot. Is that a thing that happens? Yeah, it's a thing. It actually, it's like the war- that, that somehow doesn't surprise me, actually. Trailer parks will roll on each other like it's the fucking Warriors, dude. Like, it's fucking awesome. I was going to say, like some street gang. You know, like, can you dig it? Like, they get real. They get real in the trailer parks. You know? And I was essentially, I feel like I was in the trailer park. Because the trailer park would go roll on another trailer park. But when people come to that trailer park, they won't do shit. And, like, three trailers will get burned down. You know what I they mean? I love your like, analogies. <laughs> it's just... You know how it happens. It's just how these people roll, and I'm just like, it's how it be. I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I did sign up for the trailer park and y'all put me in the trailer park. It's like, you know, it's like apartments for rent. And then you realize it's in a trailer park. And you're just like, it's not an apartment, dog. It's a it's, fucking trailer. It's, it's one room in somebody else's trailer. Like double wides and nice, but still not a fucking apartment. You know what I mean? Just because you put the, just because you got the model with the hot tub in the fucking bedroom. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's an apartment. It's not a condo. But that's, it's. You know, that's how that, I feel. That's at, what at it was like. That's what it was like. It was like the trailer park would roll on the other trailer park. But when they come to burn down our trailer park, everybody forgets the Second Amendment. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, you know, and that's what happened with FCON. FCON was like, yo, we have to actually defend our territory. We, we oh. have to we, we have to like be a part of this coalition that sounds like work what like we don't just get to go down and burn the rp community we actually have to like we actually we actually have to build like a great wall of defense and be like fuck you if you come in my territory nah we ain't about that we fcon that means we leave that's what fcon means means we we turtle up (laughs) we turtle up and we just bounce that's what FCON did, everybody. They turtled up and they fucking bounced. All right? And like I said, I don't give a shit if I get like a million bounties on me tomorrow. Your your Discord I... is going to be full of pings. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure after that Vladimir Yosef Mittens thing, I'm probably going to give you. You're going to get a phone call from him. Oh, he doesn't have my number. That's a good thing. <laughs> he, he's going to yell at who's in charge of me, and they're going to be like, yo, dude. We could might you, let Could you, you not do that anymore? Or, like, Dirk might yell at me next time we end up <laughs> on the after show. He'd be like, how are you going to talk shit about mittens, bro? And I'm like, I'm not talking shit. I'm stating facts, for one. <laughs> he's in his Vladimir Yosef phase. He was a lip... He, right. Listen. Everybody knows the phases of of the Matami, okay? He started out as, like, the libertarian it's, player. It's, it's like, like his po- his Pokemon evolution. Like, he was, like, the he, he was all on that libertarian sovereign fucking player bullshit. Like, we're going to have our own shit in the North. Then he was like, I'm going to be the Machiavelli. And I'm going to, like, do some crazy shit. Now he's like, we are the people. Fuck everybody else. They're class traders. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You, we burning shit or not? We burn it. Okay, we burning shit, you know. And I'm there. <laughs> Either way, he says some funny shit. The Goonian, he always does. I, 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 I enjoy mittens. I know a lot of people hate him. I'm sure some people raging in the chat right now, like fuck Alex. I don't know, do, but like, you know, do people hate him. Like I can understand not liking him and not getting along with him, but hating him. I know, like several people. I don't want to mention names because I don't want to like. Yeah, yeah, ha- we don't like we don't like like, like if any old like if if the hatchet was buried, let's stay buried. You know right, what I mean? Right. But I remember a few people like a couple years back. Whenever like Mitten's name would be like like the chat would fill up with "fuck Alex" or really? "fuck you." Hmm. Oh, dude, my my okay side bit. My first E Vegas was 2016, the Make E Great Again campaign yeah, with yeah. Dirk. That yeah, was our shit. Yeah. All right. I meet Mittens for the first time. At the Circle Bar. I forget what hotel we were at. No, it's in 2016. 2016 is a fucking blur. <laughs> it, was, it was Planet Hollywood in 2016. Okay, Planet Hollywood. So, okay, so, so we're at the Circle Bar. The, the Heart Bar. Yeah, the Heart... That, exactly, the Heart Bar. 
Because I remember that's where I met like Crash Kitty. And circle Rain. bar. It was the shape of a circle. It was like in the middle of the casino, and it yep. was it was literally a circular bar, so you could come in from any direction. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So I remember meeting Mittens for the first time, and I was like, "Okay, you're a cool dude, Alex." You know, he was like nice to me. He was like, "Oh, you're, you're what's your name?" And I'm like, "I go by Ender and Game, but you can call me Hendo." And he was like, "Okay, nice to meet you." Next thing I know, some drunk dude comes up with his wife or girlfriend. I don't know what the relationship was, and just like. It was just like, fuck you, Matani, <laughs> you fucking bullshit. Like, I'm just like sitting there just like, dude, this really happens in real life. <laughs> like people are walking up to Mittens and just like having their two minutes of hate. Like it's 1984. That's so Adam. bizarre. It, dude, it happened all the time in 2016. I'm sitting there like, I, I won't lie. First time meeting Mittens and hanging out for the night. For- my, my, Marine, my, my Marine Corps side almost came out a few times. And I almost grabbed him. I won't lie, okay? Because <laughs> everybody was drunk, everybody was doing stuff, everybody was yelling at each other. It's Vegas. He wasn't, and he wasn't the only one by any means. There's a few people I almost yoked up. Matter of fact, fun story: me and Jay McLean almost fought the first time we met. Now, okay. Oh, he he thought I was sizing up Drayden, but I was really just waiting for Drayden <laughs> to finish the conversation. So Jay he McLean, thought you were gonna kick Drayden's ass. Yeah, he thought I was sizing up Drayden at the heart bar. So Jay McClain came up to me inside He's the like, posture. Don't to me. you fucking touch him. Yeah, it looked like he for real came out and pumped up his chest a little bit at me. So I pumped <laughs> up my chest back at him like we were about the fucking he like we were about the fucking fight. And he was just like, yo, you alright, bro? And I'm like, yo. I've been all right since Afghan. What's good with you? Good old, and he's like, oh, shit, you said I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It went from a fight to a bro moment. Right, because like, you're both military. That's, yeah, just, oh, my it, God. I could picture it. I could see it. Oh, it was so funny. And me and McLean have been cool ever since. Yeah, McLean's a cool dude. Man. But, yeah, oh, like, it, like 2016 was my first event. But, yeah, I met Mittens. It was post-World War B. I ended up running into a few guys from my corp, uh, Rondis Hammer. I'll drop his name. He's a cool dude. Um, he ended up leaving FCON, and I forget where he went. There was a, there was, I forget who held Venal in FCON, but they were really cool guys. You know, they would pop us if we ever tried to rat in their space, because that's just how the Imperium was. Like, friendly fire was authorized, <laughs> if you fuck with anybody's sovereignty. But they were cool as shit. Like, if we pushed any, like, gank gangs towards their way, they would have gate camps ready. That's why I had, like, on that like system defense thing, that's what I was. Re- I had to resort to. I had to contact other alliances to fucking push fucking gank gangs towards their way, so they would pop them for me. Like, just for anybody to contact, I had to contact outside my alliance. I had more connections outside of my alliance by the end of World War B. I never thought that would happen, but I had to do it. It was like I can't get shit done here. Right, I can't do it. Like, I want to. Like, don't get me wrong. If FCON had entertained the idea of having patrol fleets or at least a defense fleet on standby, World War B would have been completely different. Right. My experience with FCON, even if we lost and still had the pole south, would be completely different. But FCON literally folded. Like, this is Texas Hold'em. There's only three cards on the river. They decide to just fold. Don't wait for the next draw. Don't wait for the fifth card. They're like, the first three cards of shit, I'm out. That's a shame. And and that's what happened. That, that's what happened in the North. Essentially, 
the Imperium was strong offensively. And the goons could defend their own territory on their own. The goons were completely self-sufficient. They didn't need shit from anybody. And so they brought Circle of Two, FCON, and several other alliances into their coalition and tried to impart that culture on them. When really, they were just like, nah, dude, we're just under the umbrella of goon. We're going to just do our own thing. Fuck this, like, goonian shit. We'll, we'll, we'll just be there. And that's how I feel it went down. Like, at least with FCON and Circle of Two. They were just like, know what? Everybody's giving us a taste of our own medicine, and, and we're just going to tap out. We're just going to tap out. We're not going to be, you know... The players are going to be like, you know what? Y'all want a three-year war in EVE? We'll have a three-year fucking war. Because they could. No, honestly, we could have done it. World War B could have lasted over a year. If the fucking coalition was on their shit. If everybody in the coalition was about it. If there wasn't the stupid petty bullshit. World War B would have lasted a year and a half. At least. Okay, well, is is that so? That sounded like the end of your story. Am I am I misinterpreting that? No, I'm 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 going to slow it down because I'm going to open myself up for questions. If anybody's opening questions for chat, if, if or there's any questions guys... in chat, I I don't have anything. I just wanted to I just wanted to hear you tell a story that you were interested in. Yeah, man, because that you know. The, the fall of FCON affected my EVE experience so fucking much of everything I've done in this game in the past 12 years. It's just... 12 years of gameplay, like, I was just chilling. I was all right. I, I dabbled in Care Bear. You know, and then I joined FCON. I was like, I vetted... I literally was just weighing my options for a good, like, couple of years before breaking into NullSec. I was like, what's it look like? I didn't want to go goon proper because I know what, at the time... Everybody knows this. 2008 to 2016 Eve, if you were a goon, that was like a scarlet letter on your fucking record. Oh, yeah, yeah. No matter what alliance you went to, you would be treated fucking like shit because you flew with goons. No matter what you did for that alliance, because you were goons, automatically bad. No matter how you were as a player, no matter how you played the game, goons, you're instantly a Matani clone, as far as everybody else is concerned. You're a fucking hateful troll that just wants to ruin Eve. Which, in all honesty, Mittens was 100% honest when he said, we don't want to ruin Eve. We want to ruin your Eve. Right. And, and that's one statement. Quote. Very famous quote, and it was legit. He didn't want... Nobody wants to ruin the game. Whether it's fucking goons, rooks and kings. Yeah. Anyway, nobody, we, nobody wanted to ruin the game. We all want... We all want to have the game around so we can keep playing it, obviously. Yeah, so I know, like, tensions between people and goons are the thing, but just remember this, people. All right? Especially somebody who has had to deal with some of you in real life at EVE events being irate over fucking bullshit. Because the goons burn your sector and you still have your shit. You, you still won at the end of the day. They just wanted to come fuck with you. They wanted to poke you. They want some corpse for their fucking shit. But goons don't hate anybody. Don't take, you know, like, I don't know. It's kind of turned into kind of like me advocating for the goons a little bit. But I'm just going to be real with y'all. The goons are any other alliance. They really are. <laughs> I mean, you can you can pick up on that talking to any of these guys at, at 
Vegas or, or any Eve meet. Like, goons are, are actually a really cool group of people. I, I remember the first time uh, I was, like, introduced to, to any anyone in goons at the time. It was Vegas 2016. I can't remember the guy's name. I feel bad. Um, oh, wait, but, wait, wait. Was it, was it it's pronounced 42? Because I think we hung out with him together. I think that was it. Yeah, his wife dressed it up like one of the fucking uh, My Little Pony I, characters. I think that was it. Um, yeah, he, he wore well, the wig and everything. From yeah, 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 things. yeah. Um, yeah, I remember him. He was cool as shit. But he, up- he uh, all I, uh, the what I remember most about my my meeting with him was um, he he introduced himself as a goon and then immediately apologized. Like okay, that may not be the same guy. He was feeling he was feeling guilty that he had to introduce himself as a good, and and he was like, "Don't worry, we're not we're not all shitheads." Because <laughs> we get shit. But I was like, "Dude, like I I have no idea who you are. You have no reason to apologize for anything to me, or like whatever, man. Let's just have a good time." No, that's the thing too. A lot of new bros that have come into this game in recent years don't understand the goon beef. Listen, people. A couple of years ago, anything to do with the goons was a scarlet letter in this community. It was either you were goon or anti-goon. There was right. no, there was no like I'm neutral. You couldn't be Switzerland in this in this culture war we had for years and even it still happens to this day. But everybody's pretty much chilled out after World War B because everybody came together and they displaced the goons for like the fifth time in their history. Which, in all honesty, the goons have been displaced many times. Everybody who thought that, like, the goon, we defeated the goons. Remember that shit at the end of 2016? Everybody's like, we did it. <laughs> we did we it. Fuck, <laughs> we did it. We beat the goons. It was just like, dude, this is like the fifth time they've lost everything. You think this is going to stop them? This just makes them more right, hungry. Right. You know, and, you know, we're seeing that now. They're, they're slowly retaking the North. Jintan has been doing great coverage on that on his YouTube channel, which I love because I remember, yeah. um, I forget his name, but he used to do the Eve map all the time for the 07 show. He used to give him his own segment at the end of every 07 show. Oh, Jesus. Fuck, you're right. I I can't know. It was so long ago. I I know who you're talking about, yes. But yeah, he used to do the Eve map every couple weeks to let you know where the geopolitics were. And Jintan has done. He's kind of taken that over, yeah. Above and beyond, because he does, like, you know, I'm going to give Jintan some props. We've only met each other a couple times, but the dude can break shit down. He's smart, and he's pretty good guy. at bring stuff. Yeah. He has very nice suits as well. Yeah, exactly. And and he and he would, you know, back up everything I'm saying with Dadler. The goons, the way they play the game, pissed everybody off because they actually played the game, in my opinion. Everybody played Eve. You, you either ratted. PvP or your mind. Goons, they're like, you do all three. Yeah, yeah. You do all three. You, we, we play the whole game. And I think that's really what the beef was. People got mad because of the culture that the Matani was in charge of. Not necessarily, like, the Matani says some spicy shit. He does. He says some spicy shit. Like I said, there's been times where I've contemplated <laughs> looking at him after so many interactions in real life. I've just been like, Nah, not going to do it. Not going to do it. I'd probably be wrong anyways if I wake up in the morning. I'm just like, Dad grabbed the mittens last night. I should have done that. That was stupid. <laughs> I'm probably going to jail. It's going to suck. 
<laughs> but, you know, they they played the fucking game. And that's what made people mad. The fact that goons would actually care about resources because they were actually going to mine them, not bring in some corp. Because a lot of people forget this. Back in the day, the major alliances and coalitions just used to bring in renters. That's all they used to do. You get some space. If it had heavy mining materials, I forget was like the big thing back then. But I remember the several minerals that was just like, if you control a region with them, you own the fucking game for like a good couple months. It it had something to do with the the R sixty fours, like how many of them and where they were positioned. Yeah, I remember like the northern region was disproportionate to everybody yeah, else because of the Garistas. Yeah. So the goons had a rich fucking resource rich area. And people got mad because goons could actually utilize that. Nobody could actually utilize resources the way the goons were able to get their coalition to do it. And that's across the board. It's not just goon sworn. It's not just conflict. That's FCON, the Circle of Two. They got everybody. Like, I used to have to do a mining fleet once a month. That's how it was. That was like goon policy that trickled down the FCON that owns every corp adopted. Once a month, we all go out and ice mine. We all get Isogen 10 out the ass. That sounds so boring. But, well, we would do it in like four or five of us. We play some music and we talk some shit. And, you know, we share those links we weren't supposed to share in chat. Okay, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't share them, CCP. You I'm saying that right now, didn't. CCP. I didn't, but I did click on them. I'll admit that. I clicked the shit out of them. <laughs> I clicked the fuck out of them. You can, you can do that. I didn't know about incognito mode back then, so I can't, like, <laughs> deny it. <laughs> But yeah, guys, um, FCON, turn tail and run. And I had to witness it, and it was sad. It's kind of entertaining in retrospect just because the shit leading up to it, the writing was on the wall. Yeah, at, at right. the time. Yeah, like if I had, you know, had the no sex experience I have now and all shit, and somebody told me to fuck off when I proposed defense fleets, I would have left that alliance immediately. I would have been like, how can you say defense isn't a priority? Like, that's the thing, everybody. That's what killed FCON. It wasn't the money badge coalition. It wasn't a special doctrine. It wasn't a tactical genius. It was themselves. They had gotten themselves into a mentality as a leadership. So... They couldn't win. LB LB posted a question in the chat. Oh, um, okay. Um, where where did FCON go? So this might be a whole other episode. Um. Well, I can briefly. They went down by Amencia. I want to say in the southern regions. They um. It was. I want to say I was two regions away from Providence in the South Millsec. I can't remember exactly where because we were only there for like a week before we pulled chalks to a c3 wormhole we were like you know what we're done we got big enough wormhole we can like i was the one that got us to build a citadel like it got to the point that you know i was like yo can we build a citadel in a wormhole and just fuck off and they're like we're gonna do that and then everybody fucked off the game entirely and i ended up running on astros by myself you know probably wasn't the best poking i ever did in my life in eve at all <laughs> To try to get my corporation to do something that's probably pretty stupid to me in retrospect but yeah, i i wanted a ford bizarre okay i think ford is just sexy they're my favorite citadel okay they look good they got that nice little like got that nice little arc nice angle shit. yeah 
you know, it's like it's not completely flat, got a nice little, you know, it's subtle enough then, but you know, angular enough. I'm like, I'm feeling that. I don't know. I think the Fortisar is the sexiest set though. Okay, fight me on it. I don't care. We we can one v one every day over about it. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, they went, but LB, yeah, they went down by like Pravi and Amencia, like just a little bit further south of those two regions, and, and then did they did they, they like, fold into another alliance? I want to say they scattered. To be honest yeah. with you, because my corporation that I rolled with the pack, um. For anybody for reference, so they ain't like, oh, this dude's bullshit. No, dude, I was Ender Draconian in the pack under FCON. All right, one of the originally cool that was ran by uh, Fekinline was my CEO at the time. I think one of, I think my character is still technically a member of the of the corporation, but the corporation hasn't been active in a couple of years. I've just been, you know, chill. They gave me permissions, and I haven't had anybody contact me. About relinquishing though, so I feel bad about leaving the corp with permissions. <laughs> I don't know. You ever like? I didn't even know I had permissions till I tried to leave the corp a couple years ago. And so like everybody <laughs> had left, and then they're like, "You have permissions. Do you want to relinquish your permissions?" I'm like, "Wait a minute. What the fuck did they give me?" <laughs> I had no idea I had permissions on shit. They're like, "I didn't know. Like, can I recruit people? What's going on?" But I ended up forming my own corporation that I still haven't done much with. And I tried, you know, I'm, right now I'm 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 a free agent. That's basically where World War B left me. I'm a free agent. I messed around doing um like when Triglavians hit, you know, started hitting right, you know, those filaments. You know, just fuck it. I actually used to do, you remember I used to do like new bro stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, totally. around high sec. And I gotta get back into that. But that's really where it left me. I went from being a nil sec you know, bomber slash NT slash Logi bro. I was actually pretty decent. You remember <laughs> boys versus night foods and waifus, dude. I kept hell yeah. Like I was Drayden and Dirk were so hard to keep alive, dude. Do you know how hard that Seriously? was? <laughs> I had to put all my drones on Drayden, then I had to put all my mods on freaking Dirk. Oh Jesus. Cause Panda, I don't know if it was Panda or Rain leading that fleet, but they I think it was I, Kylie. It was Kylie. Wasn't it was it? Kylie. Yeah, she was the FC. She wanted them dead. Yeah, uh, she I wanted can, them I can dead. See that. I can see that. I I don't know why, but Drayden and Dirk always stayed in my fucking I th- targeting. I thought we because... I thought we took them down pretty quick, didn't we? Because um... oh, we did, but they tried focusing fire on Dirk and Drayden yeah. like that. Like they weren't gonna pop us. We all know how that fight. Elo, came down. yeah, Elo was our FC, and he did a bang up job. Oh yeah, like um, did we have a separate Logi division guy? Because all I know, I is... don't think we did. I, I honestly, oh. I don't remember much from the fight. I just remember how quickly we won, like every round. <laughs> Dude, all I know is I targeted you, Drayden, Dirk, and whoever <laughs> popped up in chat. Because I know you guys were the main target. You know, we were all the shit talkers. I'm like sitting there, Lodgy on the, was it the second fleet we decided to add a Lodgy branch? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck it. I got to keep these dudes alive. And then you're like, okay, third round. Everybody gets in capital. I get in a battleship. Like, fuck you guys. I'm just right. fly around in a battleship just because I haven't got to do any DPS. And then what they roll up with like three Mimitar Titans. It was a good time. Yeah, it was, it was fun. That was fun. You should get you should have rain on here to talk about that because that'd be hilarious. I, yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of people that I have to reach out to, but yeah, we've, we've 
we'll we'll figure something out. I say we, like I have this whole production company. It's just me. I'll figure something out. You have a whole matrix, Neil. I have I have Nobody's a whole done. I have a whole crew. I have a posse helping me out with all of this shit. They are always excellent to each other. Yeah, always be excellent to each other. Always. All right, man. Um that's uh that's gonna be it for for tonight. Thank you so much for coming on. That's the folding of FCON. It's folding FCON, and you got two free rants out of that. Got, guys. got some rants about citadels and asset safety and goons and yes. money back I, coalition. I, Jesus. Again, I, I would like to leave with this. Asset safety was bullshit. Nobody who's played Eve longer than four years wanted it. If you've only played Eve the past couple of years, get used to real Eve, because it's back. If you don't like it, biggity bang. If you don't like it, I know CCP won't like me saying this, but fucking go to another game. <laughs> okay, I don't care. This is a long game. This is about wars and doing shit, guys. All right. And if you're gonna fucking, be, if you're gonna join a coalition, be about the coalition. Don't wait till shit hits the fan to be like, know what? For the past five years, we haven't been happy, but we waited till fucking World War B to voice that. Okay, that's a bullshit excuse. Don't give me that. Because that's horrible. And anybody who wants to defend that, you're just as horrible. I'm sorry. You can't you can't defend that. Okay. You can't be like, oh, now the shit hits the fan. In retrospect, we should have never joined this coalition. That it doesn't work that way. It doesn't okay. you don't <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off because I, I know you could do this I for like another guys. two hours. Oh seven to everyone out there shout out to be the beat Let's, the uh, broadcast for reps and tweet fleet and stream fleet you guys are all amazing inn always be my home i guess i'm out of here because manic is like yo this dude is talking too damn much and i got shit to do because i live in utah and i got mormons to go mess yo, with when don't, my don't dox me bro i don't i <laughs> you tell everybody what state you do. Your state is so big. I'm nobody so, could dox you. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of where I live. <laughs> I live in a small state. I live in Massachusetts. Okay. You could possibly find me. You live in Utah. Who the fuck's going to find you, dude? Nobody's going to find me. You, your house right now could be on like some big ass plateau in the middle of fucking nowhere in Utah. And nobody would know. That would You're be good. nice. I'd like that. Okay. I'm going to cut us off. <laughs> We're gonna okay, throw yes, a, we're gonna throw a raid over to Extra Squishy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you Hendo for uh, coming on and telling your story. Um, hopefully, maybe maybe we'll see everybody next week. I don't know if we're gonna keep doing this. Do we have enough stories to tell? Is there enough history in Eve? We may never know. Let's raid Extra Squishy. I just vote for the me. button. Vote for me for season two. Vote for Hendo for Drunk Eve History season two. I don't know and, if we're doing uh, voting or any kind of community shit, but vote for me. We'll, okay. we'll see you all later. Peace out. 07. Be excellent to each other. Have a good night. Bye. Catch you on the flip side.